0: Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 202, The Third Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. This Sunday has many facets to it. Pope Francis has proclaimed the third Sunday in Ordinary Time to be annually devoted to the celebration, study and dissemination of the Word of God. So it's now called the Sunday of the Word of God. Francis said, noting, This Sunday of the Word of God will be a fitting part of that time of the year when we're encouraged to strengthen our bonds with the Jewish people and to pray for Christian unity. This is more than a temporal coincidence. The celebration of the Sunday of the Word of God has ecumenical value, since the scriptures point out, for those who listen, the path to authentic and firm unity. Francis called on the various communities to find their own way to mark this Sunday with a certain solemnity. In that spirit, this wonderful quote from the great scripture scholar St. Jerome, who translated the original Greek Bible into Latin, and which became the Vulgate version of the Bible, wrote, When we approach the Holy Eucharist, if a crumb falls to the ground, we are rightly troubled. Yet when we are listening to the word of God, and God's word and Christ's flesh and blood are being poured into our ears, yet we pay no heed. What great peril should we not feel? That's sound and fruitful advice to us. We treat, rightly so, the Eucharist with great reverence. We should treat the Word of God with as much reverence and not let one crumb of the Word of God fall to the ground without being consumed and savoured. Also, this weekend, across the Australian parishes, is a special collection in support of those affected by the terrible bushfires, this will be at all masses in uh, churches in Australia, to help assist in this terrible time and for rebuilding. Please consider donating at masses this weekend or to the St. Vincent de Paul Society, the Vinnie's Bushfire Appeal, at www.bushfireappeal.com.au www.bushfireappeal.com.au or call in Australia 131812. That's 131812. St. Finney's is in there for the long haul. What are the things that make for peace? A listening ear, a humility of heart that allows us to swallow our pride and really listen to people around us and their experience. The readings this weekend remind us of how important it is that we remain united, united in Christ and respectful of each other, one big family, one big community in Christ. Christ is our peace, and so when we stay connected to Christ and united with one another, we're in good hands. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Sing a new song to the Lord Sing to the Lord all the earth In his presence our majesty and splendor Strength and honor in his holy place In the name of the Father And of the Son And of the Holy Spirit Amen The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ And the love of God And the communion of the Holy Spirit Be with you all Hello everyone, and may our Lord's courage uphold us as we take this time to praise and worship our loving God. Brothers and sisters, coming together as God's family, let's call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you were lifted up to draw all people to yourself. Lord, have mercy. You shouldered the cross to bear our suffering and sinfulness, Christ have mercy. You open for your people the way from death into life. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God. Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, direct our actions according to your good pleasure, that in the name of your beloved Son we may abound in good works. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 1 to 4. There will be no gloom for those who were in anguish. In the former time, the Lord brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the latter time, he will make glorious the way of the sea, the land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shone. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken. As on the day of Midian. The Word of the Lord The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my light and my help. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Before whom shall I shrink? There is one thing I asked of the Lord, for this I long. To live in the house of the Lord, all the days of my life. To savour the sweetness of the Lord, to behold his temple. I am sure I shall see the Lord's goodness, in the land of the living. Hope in him, hold firm and take heart, hope in the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Chapter 1, verses 10 to 13 and 17 to 18. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you be in agreement and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same purpose. For it has been reported to me by Chloe's people that there are quarrels among you, my brothers and sisters. What I mean is that each of you says, I belong to Paul, or I belong to Apollos, or I belong to Cephas, or I belong to Christ. Has Christ been divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptised in the name of Paul? For Christ did not send me to baptise, but to proclaim the gospel, and not with eloquent wisdom, so that the cross of Christ might not be emptied of its power. For the message about Christ is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. The Word of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah,
1: hallelujah.
0: Jesus preached the good news of the kingdom and healed all who were sick. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Chapter 4 verses 12 to 23. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and made his home in Capernaum by the sea, in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali, so that what had been spoken through the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled land of Zebulun, land of Naphtali, on the road by the sea, across the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and for those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has dawned. From that time, Jesus began to proclaim, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near." As he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, in the boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets, and he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Jesus went throughout Galilee teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness among the people. The Gospel of the Lord. If we thought that the early church was more filled with the Spirit, more united, more idyllic than ours is 2,000 years later, the second reading quickly brings us back to reality. The Corinthian community back in the New Testament times had just as many misunderstandings, conflicts, personality clashes and power plays, as well as ego clashes, as one can see in modern society. The Corinthian community was, at the time of St. Paul's letter, quite divided. There was bickering and fragmentation, ambition, pride, political wranglings, and misunderstanding was damaging the community badly. And the second reading tells us that people were actually taking sides along the line of various personalities in the community, instead of the message of Jesus' gospel. But St. Paul implores the community members, remember your unity in Jesus. In order that we put our service in the hands of Jesus' good news, St. Paul reminds us today, as much as back then, that fostering a sense of unity, that is, seeing ourselves as all on about one and the same mission, one single project with different aspects, this mindset is absolutely essential. The gospel passage of the disciples being called by Christ is a wonderful example of the response a disciple should have, and it has a deeper metaphorical meaning too. Jesus called his disciples and they dropped everything, following him immediately, leaving everything behind. They did this literally and also figuratively. They left their previous life behind and its attachments. And also they, in a real sense, forgot themselves and their own plans and ambitions and followed now the new path of being on about Christ's vision. St Paul in the second reading continues this theme of self-forgetting and Christ-focusing. If there is to be any ambition at all, as St. Paul puts it elsewhere in his writings, it must only be the ambition to support each other and all others in Christ, with all our hearts. If there is to be any competition in a Christian community, it's only trying to excel in showing true mutual kindness and compassion of Christ to each other, striving with every effort at working together with our vision looking outward and forward toward the goal our Lord himself has set. St. Paul, when he says this, knew that this was not always easy. In fact, it requires sacrifice, humility, and a real dedication. Naturally, divisions can occur for all sorts of different reasons. People may genuinely and honestly disagree on how they should achieve a particular value or goal. But as St. Paul says in another letter, the answer to such dilemmas goes down to the fundamental debt that we owe to each other. This time it was the Roman community of believers he was talking to. And he said in that case, the only thing we owe each other is this, the debt of mutual love. Don't be throwing up any other debt that someone owes you. The one and true debt that we owe each other that really needs to be called in is a debt of mutual love and respect for each other. In everything we do, in everything we say, it must be for the furtherance of Christ's gospel and at the service of establishing God's kingdom. It must never merely be our own needs and ambitions that we're following. We are all for Christ. And we're not for anyone else or anything else. Jesus is the light. In baptism, we are called to carry this light of Christ to each other. Jesus shone his own divine light to others in many wonderful practical ways. He did it by forgiving, healing, welcoming, sharing, inviting and giving. We think about the many ways we're invited to bring Christ's light to others and especially in what we do and say. To make the light of Christ shine brighter in us. On this Australia Day long weekend we give thanks for all the wonderful gifts we've received in this country. The gifts we are given are given to share for we are a commonwealth for the common good of all. We're striving with God's grace and hope to be united in one purpose and heart for God's kingdom. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God, the Almighty Father, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. In confidence, let us come before the Lord of light, knowing that our prayers are always heard. For the people of God, that they may faithfully spread the light of Christ to others. Lord, hear us. For the nations that are shrouded in the darkness of war tyranny, hatred or oppression. That the light of Christ may come and shine in the hearts of their leaders and their people. Lord, hear us. For those caught in the darkness of despair, that they may learn to rejoice in the presence of Christ in their lives, giving them light and hope. Lord, hear us. For the local community, that we may work at reconciling our differences, and particularly for all areas in need, like the recent areas affected by bushfires and drought. Lord, hear us. For all who are in ill health, that the Lord will give them healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. For all who have lived by the light of faith, that the darkness of death will give way to the brightness of eternal life, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. On this Australia Day National Weekend, we pray for our nation that it will be given peace and strength and dignity to all people and goodwill amongst everyone. Lord, hear us. God of light, we trust in your goodness and we ask you to grant our prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Accept our offerings, O Lord, we pray, and in sanctifying them, grant that they may profit us for salvation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For out of compassion for the waywardness that is ours, he humbled himself and was born of the Virgin. By the passion of the cross, he freed us from unending death, and by rising from the dead, he gave us life eternal. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Look toward the Lord and be radiant. Let your faces not be abashed. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that receiving the grace by which you bring us to new life, we may always glory in your gift. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks, everyone, and I pray this coming week brings you ever deeper experiences of God's compassion and love. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. Faith, Hope and Love, A Time of Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, from the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful Together We Pray by Robert Borg E.J. Dwyer Publishers 1993 Australia Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin by Geoffrey M. Ostrovsky The Gloria Copyright 2011 ccwatershed.org Faith, Hope and Love Theme Hymn In Memory of William John Kelly Inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13 Music by Paul Kelly Today I Arise for Patricia Kelly by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged with additional lyrics and sung by Stephen Kelk, 2019. Production by KER. May God bless and keep you.